slash discord. This is a generic live show. live show hour two i am not your host dale i'm your host cj and that of course over there is my lovely wife rachel hello rachel hello and of course we are doing it for dale who's doing it for geek io this is the most generic live show on the internet we had a very fun last hour we have another fun hour lined up this time around starting off on a very interesting note did, what note would that be? Did you know that Facebook has been rolling out downvoting systems around the world? And it's finally getting rolled out more so to the United States. What? Yes, indeed. As I switch my camera over to my other computer where you see millions of me. Now you only see this. So, yes. Facebook's latest dalliance of a downvote button launched this week. As a limited test in the United States, the feature began appearing on the service's mobile app without a formal company announcement, and we only found out about it by browsing on our phones. Feature is currently limited to only public posts, and uh, should your account be flagged for the test, every comment a in a thread will, will include a numeric value to small up and down arrows. This will uh, kind of give them the Reddit view, the Reddit feel to it and uh, so yeah we have um, on here we have on screen a uh, show of Sean King like him or not has the up down and it's like literal reddit views like that is exactly what reddit looks like um, so yeah this is coming you're not getting rid of the emotes you're not getting rid of the likes it's coming alongside of it it's been in Australia and New Zealand and small members of the U.S. have had uh, temporary downvote features since February. I need this in my life. This has apparently been foreshadowed since 2015, where the Zuck <laughs> promised a form of a dislike button that would eventually come to the platform. It's only taken them three years. Good job, Facebook. Oh, legitimately, you know, he, he's had two kids in the last couple of years. Yeah, that's very true. After how many miscarriages with his poor wife? That's very true. So, I, I mean, I, I'm going to blame it on that, that he's been a little preoccupied. Uh, I mean, that's a possibility. Um, I mean, other than that, it turns out that it's probably in a in a in the largest thing in the world. It turns out that adding a feature like that may piss off some people, and uh, you don't necessarily want that for everybody. I'm trying to put on back end music since Jonathan Young gave me his back ending instrumentals. So I'm just gonna put a bunch of songs into a random ass playlist and play them in the back end. Anything you hear in the back is Jonathan Young, because we love him. All right, moving on into the next story. Uh, hey, Rachel, you know I like card games, right? I do. Uh, and I don't think I've hidden it from the audience, the Geek.io audience. Uh, turns out that, as I switch back to my screen, 
that the rarest of Magic the Gathering cards sells for $87,000. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. A Black Lotus from the original release, the alpha release of Magic the Gathering, sold this week on an online auction on eBay for $87,672. That is the power of cardboard, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> See, this breaks my heart because my brother used to play, and when he and his psycho ex-wife split up, or no, when they moved into their first house, he literally trashed mint condition alpha cards Black Lotus being one of them. Well, eight of them. Just dumped it in the trash. Didn't even bother. Didn't care. Mm, What I could do with that. Um, So, yes, that is... You have on screen here the showing of it being a 9.5 rated card. Uh, For those who don't know, Black Lotus is the single strongest card in Magic the Gathering. It is zero mana... And adds any has three mana of any single color to your mana pool, and then destroys it. The card opened. Okay, so what makes the Black Lotus open this last weekend at Grand Prix Chiba? The card opened last week. It was from Unlimited, which makes it a little bit, um, yeah. Um, was from a limited, the reprint set, and quite a few Black Lotuses from that set still exist. You can buy one right now for less than $8,000. For only la- less than $8,000, Rachel. Only. I pull up the TCG player for it. Indeed, it is $7,500. Only for one of them. But that's from Unlimited, because that makes it... There were 1,100 copies printed of every rare card in the alpha set. That means we know exactly how many Black Lotuses ever existed. Only 1,100 copies of the alpha Black Lotus exist. So that means that there's 1,093 that are still purchasable in good condition. Feasibly good condition. Since my brother, you know, dumped seven of them. Because he's an idiot. Uh, for those who don't know anything about Magic the Gathering, don't care about this other than the fact that a measly piece of cardboard sold for $87,000. And I don't blame them. That is a lot of money for cardboard. Uh, I will not pay that much money on a piece of cardboard, a single piece of cardboard. Uh, not only that, my wife would kill me, but I wouldn't pay that much on that, that card anyway. Because that's dumb. Though, I can't lie, having that up, like, in behind a locked, like, shadow box would be real freaking cool. That would be real rad. But not for $87,000. So, Rachel, we had a, we had a, uh, instead of getting a second big story, we had a suggestion. Mm-hmm. We had a uh, request, if you will. Oh. Last time I was on the show, I did what people like to call Florida man stories. So Rachel, I want to invite you please to join me as our, as we join into our wild ride of our loving state. 
of Florida. Rachel and I, disclaimer, live in Florida, but are not crazy people. Our first story, I would do the... Oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm crazy, and I'm okay with being labeled as crazy, but I'm definitely not as crazy as Florida men. Yes, in this case, we have Florida man entering a Jacksonville store, and he chases people around with a live alligator. Only in Florida, ladies and gentlemen, this was caught on a Facebook video of a man in Jacksonville chasing people around a convenience store while wielding a live alligator. Uh, He took his definition of having leather proficiency as a rogue too far. The man yells as he's chasing people around, Y'all ain't out of beer, are ya? Is he taking the last bit of beer? You aren't taking the last bit of beer, are ya? He's got priorities. Uh, the reach, the, the news, uh, first coast news reached out to the man, in, uh, in this video and he stated that it was all fun and games. I knew everybody in there. Yep. I'm not going to put that address on there. Thanks. First coast news for putting the address in the freaking story. What address? The store, the store address that, that this happened in. Hey, they put it out public. We're just talking about it. Uh, if somebody happens to show up to uh, Duval somewhere, that's against Twitch TOS, and I'm not gonna put it on there. Um, yeah. So there's Florida man. The first I do, I got asked to do this in Kai's voice, but it's hard. That's hard. I'll do some. Like this next one. This is my favorite one. This is probably my favorite. Florida man story of all time, but I'm going to call on my good friend Kai here. I need like dog ears so I can put them on to denote when it is me and not Kai talking. <clears throat> Hi, I'm back. I'm, I'm reading those Florida man stories that you called me about earlier. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen, Florida man without arms charged after stabbing a tourist with his feet. That's talent, ladies and gentlemen. I only got to do that with knives and hatchets. This man gets to do it with his feet. His name, the legend, may he live in infinity, is Jonathan Crenshaw. He's a fixture on the Rinkin, Rinkin, that Lincoln, that's hard to say, Lincoln Road Mall in Miami, South Beach area. All this crazy crap happens in Miami all the time. Miami is a, uh, is a place, I, I am to understand, that is, uh, Hope of lots of crazy people, from what I have been told and what I read online. On Tuesday, this man was arrested. Uh, this was Tuesday a couple weeks back. With aggravated battery, says the Miami-Dade corrections officers. The allegation, he stabbed a tourist with scissors that he held in his feet. That's talent. I mean... I watched Calabras <laughs> like stab a bunch of things, but never anything with his feet. Take that, Calabras! Come back to me when you can right. stab people with your feet. Calabras, uh, we're gonna throw some shade over at you because uh, the shade powered by Geek.io. Now in techie color. Now in techie color. Um, the incident in question unfolded on Monday when a Chicago resident. And a female friend, as they call them, stopped in the South Beach area to ask Crenshaw for directions. So these people just came up to ask her directions, and he stabbed them with his feet. 
Calabras, this man not only has you better bested on stabbing people, but also anger issues. His court date was July 18th. His bond has been set at $7,500. I wonder what his... Uh, what the jury said for this man. Crenshaw, let's see what happened to your on your... Uh, <coughs> On your uh, jury here. What was your verdict? Uh, I know he was charged. I need a verdict. Please. Oh, it was just bond court. That's no fun. I don't know. Probably was guilty since he just flat out stabbed a dude. So, I mean, there's that. Your turn, Calabras. Take that. So, so wait, he, he stabbed a dude, but he's got no hands. Yes, stabbed a dude with his feet. Thusly. You gotta admit that there, there's something pretty profound. That is, yes, that is indeed. Like, what did this dude do to piss him off enough, CJ? Uh, hold on, let me go get CJ. Rachel, you're not playing with the bit. <laughs> Um, no, he just came up and asked him for directions. Like, dude just came up to him, asked this Crenshaw guy for directions, and I'm guessing he was bath-salted off and, uh, out enough to, uh, just decide to stab him. Hasn't Florida man realized that bath salts are for baths and not for... Yeah. Uh, you know, Rachel, you know something? It's real hot in Florida. How hot is it? It's hot enough that stealing an ice cream truck may not be the worst idea in the world. But no, 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 I'm not. I'm not answering your survey site. Don't don't even uh, a 30 year old unemployed man apparently decided to, to be an ice cream truck driver for the night after he stole a pink and white ice cream truck from uh, Ukaloosa, um, Ukaloosa, Ukaloosa Island on Friday. Mm. Uh, William Grappia, a California man whose current address is listed in Tampa, opened the un- unlocked ice cream truck shortly after midnight and found the keys inside. Oh my God. According to a press release, the owner's truck's girlfriend saw Griffey drive off in the vehicle and followed him. Uh, reportedly saying, hey, look, my husband wasn't exactly, or my, my boyfriend wasn't exactly asking you to steal his uh, ice cream truck. He just was not not asking you to steal his ice cream truck. Uh, next time he'll leave it on for you. She was reported hearing saying he added editorially. That's not what actually happened. Gra- <laughs> Grappy did the truck behind the Tom Thumb at an address that I'm not going to say on air. And ran away. Grampy. Grandpa ditched the truck. He came back later and apologized for being an idiot. There was about $1,200 worth of ice cream inside of the locked <clears throat> unlocked $10,000 vehicle. Grappy was charged with burglary, grand theft of a motor vehicle, and possession of marijuana. Two nuggets of marijuana were found in his pants, according to the release. So, lock your ice cream trucks. Keep the damn yes. keys out of them! Yes, this guy broke the law, and he got in trouble for it. 
this man need this guy needs his ice cream truck taken away from him like immediately he is too stupid to give us delicious ice cream treats oh man we here in Florida we enjoy our body fluids and most of the time when you hear Florida man stories it's man throws pee on somebody yada 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 yes it's crazy but I mean that's that's pretty much the only thing three women jailed after bodily fluid brouhaha at Grog House three women were arrested in Port St. Lucie after a flap involving allegations that two of the women relieved themselves on a BMW this woman on air on screen right now looks incredibly happy oh she's beautiful yes the women were identified as Courtney Wright, 28, Gianni, Gianni Vinzio, 32, and Casey West, 29, all of Port St. Lucie. Port St. Lucie police went to a bar fight at Neely's Grog House between the hours of 11.30 p.m. and 12 a.m. July 11th. On July 11th, Rachel, and bordering on your birthday, a police report states. Aww. They wanted to pee on a BMW for your birthday. It was their present to you. I'll, I'll tell him thank you. Yes. West said a woman later identified as Gianziani Vionionio took her phone. Tell me she Facebook live that shit. She said she was outside of with right and right had to urinate. So they entered the woods in front of the BMW. Gianni came out with her boyfriend and confronted both Casey and Courtney about peeing on the BMW. A police report states Gianzavino was accused of punching West in the face. Wright mm-hmm. reported that she was peeing in the woods with West. It wasn't immediately clear why they emptied their bladders in the woods, as most businesses, likely including the Grog House, have indoor plumbing. Oh, this woman looks fantastic. This woman looks great. Casey West is... That's a that's a beautiful woman right there. Wright said Gian Zivano... Gian Zivano Nazo... Navazo. Ran up, hit West, and threw her on the ground. Gianna Bonzo said that she was leaving her boyfriend, leaving with her boyfriend, and saw Wright and West peeing on the BMW. Gianna Bonzo, though, said that she confronted the women. She said pu- West punched her in the face, and Wright started to hit her boyfriend. <laughs> the boyfriend said West punched Gianna Bonzo, though. And Wright started punching him and grabbing his testicles, which can get. <laughs> the boyfriend said West punched John Zavonano. And Wright started punching him and grabbing his testicles, which can result in discomfort. There's no words. Oh, my God. Florida men. Women. Florida women aren't any better. Oh, Gianna Von... Florida women are just as crazy as Florida men. Just put that out there. What it is. Gianna Nazo. Gianna Nazo. There we go. Gianna Nazo. That's actually me trying to pronounce it. Rest and right were each arrested on disorderly intoxication and battery charges. There have been no confirmations if they actually peed on the BMW. (laughs) <laughs> oh man 
Next up. Backstreet's back. All right. Florida man allegedly cashes fake checks posing as Backstreet Boy Howie Doro and famous baseball players. As you can see on screen, they look absolutely identical. Twins separated at birth, surely. Hold on. Hold on. I, I can totally see the likeness. Yes. Just, just look at that smile. The twins at birth. Yes, separated at birth. Will the real Backstreet Boy please stand up? Singer Howie Dubbo Don Doro was the victim of identity theft after a Florida man allegedly cashed a check using the star's name. Uh, using the star's name. I'm not sure why I put the pause there. According to the Miami Herald, Matthew Waters, 48, was arrested on Sunday in charge of 22 counts of fraud. Jeez. That is a man who is dedicated to his fraud, ladies and gentlemen. For using the identification of another person without consent... Doro, 44, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Backstreet Boys are 44, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to drink for my youth. Told investigators that he became suspicious when he began receiving calls from collection companies on purchases that he did not make. A rep for Doro did not immediately respond to people's requests for comment. I'm not sure. Oh, that's a baseball player. Uh... Johnny Dannon apparently was another one. Waters will not be able to take cash any of his fake checks at, for his bond, however, each uh, which was set at $220,000. You'd have to sell three black lotuses to get that. Each count has a bond of $10,000. A lawyer for Waters could not be immediately reached by people either. Waters allegedly did not just target Doro, as he posed as several other well-known names, including retired MLB players Johnny Bannon, Barry Larkin, and Jonathan Papelborn, according to the Herald. Other alleged victims include well-known Florida lawyer John Morgan. Hey, we know him. Oh, Morgan and Morgan. Tennis player Jennifer, Jennifer Capriati. Oh, I can see how he could definitely pose as Jennifer Capriati. Let's take a look here. This is a very large family. I'm sure he looks exactly like Jennifer Capriati, who we're pulling up right now on... Man, I hope she didn't do any porn. Yeah, they look exactly the same. Absolutely. See? This is perfect. She looks... They look exactly like Absolutely sisters. Sister and brother, 100%. We'll go with it. Let's see. Broward County property appraiser... Marty Kiar was also allegedly targeted and told the Sentinel that he initially didn't believe the news. <laughs> I think I think he probably made a mistake, Kiar told the news newspaper. I'm definitely not in league with these other folks. Wow. <laughs> I like how this guy's like <coughs> I like how this guy's just like, yeah, it couldn't have been me because there's no way that I was as rich and popular as these other people. That's you, you're a good man, Marty Kiar. You're a good man. The investigation has been more than three years in the making. Waters was found in a parking lot in a ho of a Home Depot allegedly using drugs and with several fake driver's licenses. Investigators told the outlet Waters used his fraudulent checks with names of celebrities on them to pay for thousands of dollars worth of products at different stores. He would later return the items for cash. 
That's nuts. <sighs> man. Florida man, yes. I'm not getting into that. Nope, not going to do it. Not going to do it. All right, next up. Hey, Rachel. Yeah. Did you know that it's... Uh, did you know that it was hard... That it's hard to steal a forklift? Is it? And did you know that it is very hard to go long distances on said stolen forklift? How far do you think it could take to get a man a man to get uh, to get caught on a stolen forklift? Turns out, two freaking counties, ladies and gentlemen. A forklift can safely go at the speed of a fast walk or maybe up to about 8 miles per hour. According to Cora, a website that presumes to know such things. I approve of this. Uh, my mode of transportation goes faster. That question, you know, if you're asking a question, you have to wait for an answer. Go faster, say 20 miles per hour outdoors on rough terrain, and the driver's body will be punished horribly, the site says. That didn't stop a Florida man from leading deputies on a chase across two counties in northeastern Florida on Sunday. <clears throat> Nicholas Powell was on the forklift. Je uh, Nicholas Powell was on the forklift. Deputies, deputies bleh, from Clay County Sheriff's Office were on were in patrol cars. Powell managed to lead them on a low speed, but of course, chase from Clay County to Duval County. Hey, we're back in Duval County. Powell, 22, was finally arrested after he pulled off the highway. He was on a highway doing this. Onto a grass lot at a gas station east of Interstate 295 in Jacksonville. The news outlet... So, so CJ? Yes. So, since I couldn't do this when you had it before, how, how far I could go? Five counties. But see, you didn't give me a second to get that. You <sighs> suck. <laughs> Takes away all my phone. I'm sorry. Ah. <laughs> Refreshing. Drink, drink away your uh, woes. I'm there, drinking Rachel. my sorrows away. Uh, reported that Powell stole a Sunbelt Rentals forklift in Orange Park after midnight, and he refused to stop when Clay County deputies tried to perform a traffic stop. According to the arrest record, someone called deputies around 12.45 a.m. to tell them a man was driving a forklift erratically on the road and didn't look like a construction worker. We have a video of it. I'm going to put it on screen now with no sound because I'm sure it's going to be horrifying. Kind of want to take a look at this. It is indeed a man driving a forklift. That forklift is booking it. Indeed. He is indeed trying to go home. 
<laughs> Powell was arrested on six charges. Charges of his book include grand theft, fleeing, and eluding police who had licensed sirens active, DUI, alcohol, or drugs, refusing a field sobriety test, trespassing on a construction site, and a second offense for driving with a suspended license. Was reported suspended in 2015. His bond is $29,010. As we've discovered, that is going up into excess of five black lotuses. <laughs> or no, this is a, no, uh, yeah, five black lotuses from Unlimited. Unlimited. This is not the first time a Florida man has been accused of stealing such an odd vehicle to take on a midnight ride where it didn't belong. In 2016, Monroe Sheriff's Office arrested Carl Bolinick, a homeless man, accusing him of stealing and damaging a 2015 John Deere backhoe from Sunbelt Rentals. Man, Sunbelt Rentals getting hosed. Boy, and finally, Rachel, one real close to home with us because we live in Pinellas County. You and I. Oh, this is the one with the contractor, isn't it? Yes, it is. Oh, my God. Reporting. We heard about this. This was all over the news. It, Yay, Tampa Bay Times. Reported on the Tampa Bay Times, we have Pinellas contractor who faked his own death, settles lawsuit, faces criminal charges. This happy-looking man. This is a very... Happy man. Pretty sure we've run into him in public, just saying. Probably. In Clearwater. Mark Anthony Perez, the unlicensed contractor who faked his own death last year to avoid paying a couple back for incomplete work. That's dedication to a bit, ladies and gentlemen. Reached a confidential settlement to end a lawsuit that accused him of stealing more than $20,000. Perez now faces criminal charges. The lawsuit made headlines in June 2017 after Perez faked his death to get out of paying Glenn and Judith Holland back for a botched renovation at the couple's Seminole home. The failed renovation left Holland and his cancer-stricken wife with nowhere to live after they moved from Pennsylvania. That's right. That's yep. this story. Daniel Moody, the Holland's attorney, could not disclose the settlement details, but he said that the ordeal ruined the last year of Judith Holland's life as she battled with cancer. She died before the agreement was reached this year. Yep. Oh boy, I should I should read stories fully before I put them in the uh, in the uh, notes. Woof. Woof. This was a really bad situation, Moody said. Mr. Holland could not bear to spend any time in the house. He was selling it and moving back home. In March 2018, prosecutors charged Perez on felonies of grand theft and working without insurance and four misdemeanors of unlicensed contracting. He was arraigned in June and is set, uh, scheduled for a pretrial hearing on August 16th, record show. The saga started in March 2016 after Holland was paid $125,000 it's a little bit less than two black lotuses for an 845 square foot home in the 55 and older community of Tamar of Tamarack by the Gulf. That's a lot of money for 845 square feet. Yeah. The couple expected oh. it's no oh, good. Depending on what they were supposed to, well, what he was supposed to be doing, it, it could have been a lot of money for it. And also consider the area that that's up in. Yeah, this is a very 
upscale neighborhood. So $125,000 for half of the house that we're sitting in right now. Oh, yeah, Tamarack by the Gulf, yes. The couple expected a smooth transition to the Sunside State, but but the home needed a new kitchen, a remodeled bathroom, duct repairs, a new hot water heater, and other repairs. They hired Perez to do the work while they returned to Pennsylvania. They spotted him working in the neighborhood and asked to view his projects. Neighbors praised the quality of Perez's workmanship. The couple met Perez and talked to talk about hiring him. Glenn Holland noticed Perez himself, identified himself as a veteran on his business card and thought a veteran would never rip off another veteran. Perez, 53, said that he had the proper licenses to do the job, according to Glenn Holland, but Perez, in fact, was not a licensed contractor. The couple signed a contract with Mark Anthony's repair service. They expected the work to be done within three months. Perez sent a couple of receipts and said he was almost finished with the job. The Hollands paid him thousands of dollars. But Judith Holland visited the home in, 2006, in July 2016 and didn't see much work done. Perez made excuses, the lawsuit said, and vowed to get back on schedule. The Hollands visited in 2006, uh, October 2016 and what they saw devastated them. The kitchen still wasn't done. That same month, the, the couple was dealing with something far more serious. Judith Holland was diagnosed with cancer. Perez vowed to have to finish the job by mid-December. The couple wanted to move into the home that month, but they found it in shambles and rented another house. When they contacted Perez, they received text messages, messages saying the contractor died in a car accident. Months later, the company, couple was stunned when they thought they spotted Perez at his home. Glenn Holland spent weeks staking up Perez's house. For good reason, it's a lot of money. And one morning in March 2017, the dead man walked outside and jumped into the truck. The couple filed a lawsuit instead of confronting Perez, like any intelligent people should do. You can tell that they're not from Florida originally. Now, if they'd been from New York, Perez would have been dead. He oh. wouldn't have had to worry about that lawsuit. Oh, yeah. Months later, the Pinellas County Sheriff's Office started investigating complaints and arrested dozens of unlicensed violators. Uh, oh, uh, I missed a paragraph. The lawsuit came at a time when Pinellas County construction licensing was under scrutiny under the Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, pfft, Tampa Bay Times, investigated series for failing to protect homeowners. Yeah. I mean, legitimately, Tampa, Tampa Bay in 2016, is 2015 through 20, even like 2017, was doing a major, major crackdown on licensing and contractors not having proper licensure doing any kind of work. Yeah. That's why there's uh, the area that we live in, Largo area, they actually require you to go to the town and get permits to even change out a window. You can't change your front door, you can't put a different front door, you can't put a screen door up without a licensed contractor and a permit. Yeah, it's uh, it's actually quite difficult to even become licensed here in uh, Pinellas County anymore um, because of things like this. So because stupid people, uh, because stupid, we, stupid shit. What else is new? Indeed. Oh, man, uh, that's all of the Florida man stories I've gathered. Kind of want to do. I mean, it's not been because I promised I wouldn't do politics this week. There's not been a ton of, um, a ton of news that haven't been 
Oh no! As a beep, 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 beep. We have two WWE deaths to report. World Wrestling Entertainment report. Breaking news. I want to see who this person is. Oh, oh, CJ. Mm. Um, uh, f- five hours ago, we have a uh, breaking Florida man. Beep, 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 beep. There is a new Florida man. So I'm expecting some wild and crazy shit from this Florida man coming up in in, in coming months. Yes. Now, Clearwater is a huge area for Scientologists. Indeed. A certain high-profile Scientologist has bought a penthouse in Clearwater near the Church of Scientology's international headquarters. Can you guess who our newest Florida man is, CJ? Are we going on a cruise? We might be. On a Tom Cruise! <laughs> Cruise 56 sold his properties in Beverly Hills, including a sprawling estate for $39 million, and is now purchased a penthouse, is busy renovating a penthouse apartment in Clearwater, Florida, near his new home base. Florida man's about to get fun. It's going to run in slow motion. Oh, God. So, uh, sad news. Uh, Jerry Lawler's son, Brian Christopher Lawler, dies at 46. Uh, he hung himself in his jail cell. After getting arrested for a DUI. Yeah. Yes, I heard about that. Um, That's the a... man who used to play the something Soviet. Uh, for WWE, just died as well. Yeah, uh, I just saw that one. Legendary WWE villain dies at 70. That one's a lot easier to swallow, though. Uh, Nikolai Volkov, who played a villainous Soviet wrestler. Oh, yeah, that guy. Sad news on the wrestling front. Oh, man. Rachel, it's been a pretty short second hour but i think we did a lot here i think you're bad with timekeeping i think so as well but it's okay it's 40 minutes it's all right it's an hour it's totally an hour uh, did you know cj that there is a floridaman.com yes but it's all that's fake news but that makes it even better yeah, uh, reddit.com slash r slash Florida man is where I get mine from and vet them afterwards because I have to make sure because last year that I did it last time I did this. Uh, but I mean, t- today today is chicken wing wait, day, right? Did we get another? Did we get another forklift thief? Hold on. Is this another one or is it the same one? Oh my goodness! No, this is July first. Okay, but still. Oh, CJ, can you look this one up? Uh, Florida man says he wasn't drinking and driving because he only drank at stoplights. Oh yeah, that one's that one is uh, that one's a fake one. Sadly, that one is indeed a fake one. But let's go to the source. No, it's. Treasure Coast newspaper. 
Instead, while drowning bourbon, only while well stopped at traffic signals and stop signs. Hmm. It's legit, CJ. Interesting. His explanation did not keep him out of jail on a DUI charge following the June 27th incident in Bureau Beach. Well, I mean, he wasn't drinking and driving. He was drinking then driving. Still driving under the influence, though. But but he's not wrong in saying he wasn't drinking and driving. He's driving under the influence, though. I'm not saying he was. I'm not saying he wasn't driving under the influence. I'm saying he wasn't drinking and driving. Yes. Um, and Tom Cruise related news. Uh, the Mission Impossible Fallout right now has opened up to a critical freaking thing. We go now to Box Office Mojo. We're uh, relevant to our summer movie SmackDown on the Geek.io show, if you tune in there. Debuts was $61.5 million over this weekend. Wow. Yeah. Second place is Mamma Mia 2 with $15 million. <laughs> that, that's, that's pretty sad. I've heard it's good. I've heard good things. Oh, CJ, I have another one from mm. Orlando. Oh. Florida man arrested after calling police to have his drugs tested. Oh. June 14th. Douglas Kelly, 49, from Hawthorne, Florida, called the Putnam County Sheriff's Office on Tuesday, asking him to test the drugs he bought a week earlier because he wanted to press charges against the person who sold them to him. He told him he had a bad reaction after he smoked what he believed to be meth and thought it was sold another and thought he was sold another illegal substance. <laughs> In an effort to ensure the quality of the drug the suspect purchased, detectives told Kelly if he came to the sheriff's office they could test the narcotic he purchased. Clearly this man was stupid enough to drive down there. Oh, Jesus. If, we believe, if you believe you were also bad drugs, we are offering a free service. Good news, everyone. Your local sheriff's department will gladly test the drugs to make sure they are the highest quality for you. Just bring them on down. Jeez. Oh, that, that's, Florida man. That's fantastic. Oh, my goodness. I, I also so be tsunami. Why are you so good? I right is so good. Nineties. Why you? Why are you the best? Um, while attacking a minion on a boardwalk. Let's take a look at this. Florida man charged with attacking minion on a boardwalk. As we load up our story slowly. Daytona Beach, Florida, a man has been charged with attacking a person dressed as a minion cartoon character among a Florida on a, floor, a popular Florida boardwalk. Police say Jamie Roem was a was costumed as a yellow cylindrical minion and working outside Jungle George's on Daytona Beach boardwalk Sunday evening when a man started messing with him. According to what the police report, Roem said the man slammed into him, slammed him into the pavement, and kicked him when he tried to get back up. Police say, said witnesses cheered as Ryan Nyhart, 25, uh, 
cheered on Ryan Nyhart during the attack. The store owner and others helped detain Nyhart until police arrived. He was charged with battery and criminal mischief. The Palm Beach reports... The Palm Beach Post reports that Roem declined medical treatment, saying that he was mostly just bruised. The store owner told the police that the $300 minion suit was destroyed. Oh, no. Why would you cheer that on? Why are people dicks? I I have one for you, CJ, and I'm going to message you with it because I I think you need to pull the picture up because it's relevant. Oh, jeez. Where's it coming? Because... It's local. It's Clearwater. And it's public transportation. Oh, no. Where'd you message me at uh, with? (laughs) Why are you texting me that? Oh, did I text it to you? I'm sorry. Yes. That is literally the only place that I can't get it to pull up the picture. Hold on. God, this is hard. Uh, That's what she said. Trying to multitask and you're being mean to me. Uh, there you go. Right so, so while you're pulling that up, th- this was uh, May 29th, so a uh, couple days after school was out for all of my kiddos. Ah, uh, yes, this guy! Because he's Captain Kirk. I think I talked about this last time when I was on GLS. Did you? I, I don't think recall. So. I think I did. I might have. But yes, masturbating Captain Kirk. That is indeed like, Captain Kirk. Golden Bay Boulevard is, I'll say it this way, it's within a five-mile radius from where we are. Yep. Like, where my lazy rear end sits, it's about five miles-ish. This never happened when you were taking the bus. No. I uh, The most ever happened with me when I was taking the bus is... Um, I mean, there was a bunch of sexual harassment that was never dealt with, or was dealt with. I meant to say it was never, um, never tolerated. That's what I meant to say. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like nothing weird like that ever happened to me on the bus. I don't know. It's all the good things. I do. All right, ladies. Well, that, that freed up another 10, 10 minutes. 50 minutes is a good hour. So, Rachel, I'm going to begin playing the GLS theme again as we begin to play ourselves out here. All right, ladies and gentlemen. We learned a lot today on the Generic Live Show. Uh, we learned that London cheats with their Overwatch League. Yep. Uh, we learned that everybody should panic immediately after reading a headline because stock will plummet and Movie Pass will be fine. We learned that I was the most important thing to happen in August 1984 with Geek Culture. We learned that we have a whole lot of new Disney princesses. And most of them are fabulous. Yes. Uh, we learn giraffes like to get it on. We learned that uh, Facebook wants to tell you, wants you to tell them what they, what you actually think of public posts. 
We learned uh, that Rachel needs to let me buy a box of Alpha Magic the Gathering cards. And as always, we learned that why the hell do we live in this state? Because it produces amazing stories. Florida man, never change. Thanks so much for hanging out with us in hour two. This has been so much fun. I'm CJ. That's Rachel. We're doing it for Rachel. They're doing it for G Dale, who's going to be in the United States next weekend, ladies and gentlemen. I think recording from here. Maybe. Depending on what he wants to do. Or there won't be a GLS next week. Nobody knows. I don't know. I don't know if I'm here. I don't know what's going on. But Dale will be in the United States starting next weekend. And I can't wait. I cannot, cannot wait to have my best friend here. It's going to be fantastic. Um, but you too can join the conversation. Hashtag join the conversation by going over to our Discord geek-io.net slash discord if you want to support this stream and everything that we do on the Geek.io network head on over to patreon.com slash geek.io where you too can support us and get your word in on shows like this thank you peer royalty um, you can email the show by going over to show at geek-io.net um all the social medias, every single one of them, which are going to get more active, more lit, fam, AF. How many kids do you have tied up? Um, I don't know, like, I don't know. How Florida do I want to be? And that'll be that answer. Appreciate it. All right, guys. We will see you next week. Or not. Like I said, I don't know what's going on with Dale. We love you. Take it easy. Be safe, and we will talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Hi, my name is Water Buffalo, and I hope you've enjoyed this VK Media Network production. Copyright 2018, you see how that works? Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>